this flyover clip. Um, you know what that actually brings to mind? I don't mean to uh, divert the conversation or, or digress too much, but you know, we're speaking about virtual church, mm-hmm. right? Something that really bothers me about the entire digitization process of religion uh, is that rather than uh, the seeking to commune with something that you can't see with your physical eyes, uh, maybe you have uh, an image of Jesus that uh, allows you to pray in a way that you, you, it grips you more readily because of that visceral contact. But ultimately what it's doing is it's stimulating your, your heart, your mind, and then the soul within that to commune with another soul that is, is unseen by and large, and yet the presence felt. It's a, it's, a, you know, it's a sign pointing you in the direction of something. It's not the thing. Mm-hmm. The more realistic you make it, this is like one of the big reasons behind the schism, right, between the Orthodox and the Catholics. The more realistic it is, the more that thing is seen as the, the entity to, towards which your soul is to be directed. And so if you end up with something like Christ GPT, so <laughs> I have a question for Jesus. It exists, by the way. They oh, that exists? They don't call it Christ GPT. That's, that's my coinage. But um, it does uh, – there are various apps, actually. You just uh, – it's, tra- it's, it's easy. It's the easiest pie. You, you do nothing but take a large language model or a language model, even a minor, and train it on the words of Jesus – it spits out. In fact, one of the more famous instances was boosted. I don't remember the name of the app itself. Uh, maybe, maybe uh, Colton could tell us. But uh, <laughs> that Fox News did a booster article on this, uh, an app that allows you to speak to Jesus and allows you to speak to Satan. Uh, and uh, this basically it was trained on Jesus. It's been tinkered with a little bit because Jesus has fairly liberal views on uh, marriage arrangements in this in this case. But you're asking Jesus directly now. Uh, oh, the, that's so scary. That, that Fox News boosted it doesn't surprise me at all because Fox is a uh, controversial go. new AI app uh, allows you to text with Jesus and Satan. Yeah. I mean, that is so scary. It's like, then why have a relationship with God? Yeah. Why oh, yeah. Kurt, Kurt, the cyber guy, nuts. And I, you know, I, I hope him and Jordan Peterson spoon <laughs> at night. Um, <laughs> I shouldn't diss Jordan Peterson so much. His, his accomplishments in early life were phenomenal. Uh, something about that post-Xanax, post-Daily Wire Jordan Peterson irks me so much, though, that I, I just can't even look back. He, he's brought some great conversations to the table and got people thinking and, he and, did. and, and created some dialogues that didn't ever you know, exist outside this. This idea, though, of a distraction from deity. Yes. Uh, to replace it. Like, you know, I mean, it, it, it's, it's very, you know— uh, here, you talk to this magic eight ball or this cup or yes. or anything else, so but it's a distraction from and it. it um, well, even like very, uh, so, they're talking about AI rewriting the Bible. So that I've heard that a few times, and so I'm like, okay, this is really interesting because it wouldn't take much because you know if I when I'm in church or I we were even in a pastors meeting with pastors oh, yeah. from all over the world, they were together, not one physical Bible, all of them pulled out their phone. Yeah. And I thought, how easy would it be that for them to just rewrite, just tweak here, tweak there, change the message here? There. Absolutely. Maybe a pastor may may recognize it, but most people wouldn't have any idea. A little tweak here, a little tweak there. Mm. Thou you shalt know. not, thou should not. It's a big difference. Yeah. And so it's <laughs> interesting because, you know, you even look at, you know, 2020 hit. Look, nobody had a dictionary anymore. Yes. How easy was it for them to change words, change? Yes. I mean, it didn't. Mother. Yeah, exactly. Mother, vaccination, <laughs> yeah, immunity, I mean, yeah, recession. I mean, they, yeah, it was like this: tweak here, tweak there. You know, and most people don't have a physical Bible anymore. Most people, they may have one at home, but they're not pulling it out. They're just pulling out their app on their phone. Um, if, if I could jump off, you know, the rewriting the Bible. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's been happening 
for a long time, right? Mm-hmm. From the Greek on, right? Like that's been happening for a long time. But uh, if I could use this for an illustration, since we're talking about a Harari, and uh, well, eventually, so Harari doesn't pay me to defend him. Uh, but eventually, the first thing I'm going to do is hit that dude up for some some skrill for all the defending I do of him. Because I, <laughs> like I say, I don't agree with his philosophy by and large, at least not his uh, atheism, certainly not his philosophy on free will. Uh, but I do think that having, you know, I, I, I was covering Harari on Steve's show before he became widely known among populists. And the way it was known is me and Steve, Steve, you know, Steve is going to have to own it. Me and Steve, when trying to introduce our audience to introductory books on transhumanism, the three big ones, Life 3.0 by Max Tegmark. Um, Team Human by Douglas Rushkoff. Okay. Um, and well, and also the Singularity is Near by uh, Ray Kurzweil, and Homo Deus by Yuval Noah Harari. Okay. And uh, the reason being is because he does a very good job of articulating it. So I'm going to defend him one last time, and if, if nothing else, just defend the integrity of what he's saying, even if I disagree completely with the philosophy of it. That idea, you've probably seen the headline: World Economic Forum wants to re- rewrite the Bible. Uh, it made it its way everywhere. I'm not going to name names, but Slay News was the first one to put it out. And, um, <laughs> I'm not going to name names. And they, um, they, they, they cook up this headline, World Economic Forum wants to rewrite, AI to rewrite the Bible, mm-hmm. right? So that all comes from, and here you have Klaus Schwab, Yuval Harari, Klaus Schwab's lead advisor. I've never heard that anywhere except for in the critics. There's this whole culture of BS around this that is just so galling. I can't, you know, I, I will not smash anything here, but if I talk about too much, I'll hammer my fist on the table. <laughs> but um, so the, the, where does it come from? It comes from a talk. Well, you already defended uh, uh, Ted Zizinski, uh, the unit bomber, oh, already. So. <laughs> just the ideas, not the tactics. Um, <laughs> so we, we, we set a precedent right out of the gate. Yeah, yeah. Um, although Ted was a very insightful man despite his That's psychosis. why you're on that side of the table and we're on this side yeah, of the yeah. table. Uh, legal <laughs> liability ends right there. What do they say sometimes? Uh, uh, the views of the show not necessarily represent those of Flavor Conservatives. Exactly. Neither are they yes, 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 yes. Okay, yeah. Uh, or, or Major League Baseball. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, but, but, but I do have that book by Ted Zizinski. And, uh, uh, it, because it's been referenced so many times because the ideas are, are phenomenal. Our founding fathers evolved the idea that you and I have within ourselves the God-given right and the ability to determine our own destiny. But freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free. Have you ever wondered about ancient civilizations or the moon landing, chemtrails, the Nephilim, demons? Those are all things that fascinate me. Decided to use our platform of the Flyover Conservative podcast and create a new show called Conspiracy Conversations. Every Saturday morning, we get together with some of the brightest minds in the world that have spent thousands of hours on a topic, churning through the research, looking at things they've traveled, they've been to the locations, they're looking for the truth because they're as curious as you and I are about what's true. What is really true about our past, where we came from, where we are, and where we're going? 
We don't bring on guests to iron out their wrinkles and find out the things that we disagree on. No more than I go to the grocery store and, and, and try to put everything in the whole store in my cart. I just try to walk out with better ideas than I had when I walked in. If you got something inside you that's like, what about that? I don't even know if I agree, but I would like to hear them out. If you have an open mind and a curious heart, we've got a show for you every Saturday morning at 8 o'clock, conspiracyconversations.com. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.